0: Welcome to Unapologetically Me with your host, Felicia Schenken. This program is designed to bring you great resources in conjunction with the website phillywnc.org to help you break free from the standard flow of work life and become the person you aspire to be. Now, here is your host, Felicia Schenken. Hello, and welcome back to Unapologetically Me. I am your host,
1: Felicia Schenken. Ah, the beautiful month of October. I love this time of the year here in the U.S. The changing colors of the trees, the smell of fall, the taste of pumpkin spice coffee, (laughs) just the little things in life that makes us smile. We also honor Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so make sure to get your yearly breast checkup, ladies. Hello around the world. Thank you for joining us. I want to shout out uh, China as being one of our biggest supporters and listeners. So we thank you. And also I want a special shout out to Italy, particularly Sicilia, where my husband and I had the pleasure of vacationing for two weeks recently. Now I've traveled to about maybe 18 countries by now, and Italy is by far one of my favorite countries. Now, before you say you haven't seen our country, been to our country, I'm not saying that. I am just saying that Italy is one of my favorites. I love the culture, the people, the food, and of course, definitely the shopping. I remember when I first visited Rome uh, maybe 20 years ago, I had the feeling that I have been there before. Now, mind you, I never have, but my spirit felt at home, if you can understand that. Ever since I was a little girl, I wanted to go to Rome. I never knew where it was. I just knew I had to go. And ever since that first time, I have been back several times again. So to my Italian friends, grazie mille for your presence in my life. Buongiorno, bene buonanotte. So today there is no guest, just me, if that is okay. I wanted to talk to you about the misconceptions about being an entrepreneur, the stories you hear good and bad based off of my experience. So today we're gonna dig in a little deeper into this world of entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is hard as shit. Yes, I said it. It's not an easy road. There are many molehills and disappointments along the way. However, the flip side is what a wonderful world to be in if that is what you truly want. I remember, uh, we're talking about years and years and years ago when I was in the corporate world. Actually, I've been out of the corporate world for a little over five years. But I remember, ever since I can remember working from the age of being a teenager, that working for someone else was just not something that I wanted for the rest of my life. I knew that I was not fulfilled. I knew that it wasn't gonna be a fulfillment for me. Now don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people that have jobs that love their jobs. There's jobs that I've had in the past that I have truly loved. The pay might've been crappy, but I love the job. So I'm not knocking anyone who has a job for their livelihood. If they love their job, God bless them, that's for them. But I just knew having a job working for someone else was not the way that I wanted to retire my life. So entrepreneurship has always been on the forefront some kind of way. Uh, when I started, I started as most people do as a part-time gig. So I have done everything from financial planning to multi-level marketing companies such as Avon, uh, Herbal Life, different ones like that. I have been in the travel business. I have been in vending machines. So pretty much everything that you can think of as a side business, I can truly say that I have done. Um, Some of them were successful and some of them weren't. And it's okay to say that. You know, I just knew maybe that was not my niche. One thing that I do have to say about multi-level marketing that does get a bad rap is a lot of people consider that as a scam. I remember in some of the companies that I worked for, I won't even say work for, a partner with, that's a little better. Um, You know, when I would talk to people about the opportunities of making money quick and doing significantly well, the first thing they would say is, well, that sounds like a scam to me. Well, my logic is this. If someone is presenting an opportunity to me and I have the opportunity to make more money than the person who presented the opportunity to me, How is that a scam? I don't understand that. Someone is presenting to you an opportunity to help you and your family live a better life. So I would say to them, actually, a job is a scam because you have the CEO at the top, you have middle management, then you have the supervisors, and then you have the guys at the bottom, which is most of, I would say, 90% of people. So how is owning your own business and providing for your family a scam. But anyway, we won't get into that. But like I was saying, so I have had the opportunity to have a lot of opportunities come across my path. Um, Some of them I turned away and some of them I said, you know what, let me give it a try. Because my motto is, you know, if you pass up opportunities, someone is always waiting in the lines, waiting for your blessing, waiting for your passed up blessing, waiting for your opportunity. So it is good to entertain the thought of possibly some opportunities that come across your path. Now, going back a little bit, we all have our own gifts. We all have things that we do perfectly. We have things that we do probably in our sleep. So those things are some of the things that you can entertain As starting off, possibly as a hobby, see how it works out. And then, if you find that your hobby is bringing in significant income, then think about possibly doing that full time. Now, again, I did say that entrepreneurship is hard, and it is. It is. You know, a lot of times you see uh, people after years and years and years of doing what they have been doing finally being successful. But what you don't see is behind the scenes of things that they have done for years and years and years to get to where they are. Hearing the stories of them possibly being on government assistance or living in their cars or being homeless. You don't hear about those stories and how many years they may have um, had doing these processes. You see now the fame, you see the fortune, you might even see the financial aspect on it, and you might say to yourself, oh, it was easy for that person because they're X, Y, and Z. Uh, That's who they are. Now, granted, there are some people that are lucky that might have money passed down to them by their families, but how many of us are in that percentage? Realistically, right? So, You know, you have to think of other ways. Now, the way that the world is going now, we don't even know by the time our children become to that age of retiring, where here in the U.S. is 65, some 70, if there is going to be anything for them as far as social security, help, retirement money, or anything like that. We just don't know. We're living in a world of uncertainty. I mean, look what happened almost three years ago. COVID hit. No one was prepared for a virus that shut the whole world down to the point that we couldn't go to work. We couldn't do anything. We couldn't even leave the house for a moment because we had a virus that no one knew about that were killing people left and right. It affected our livelihood. It affected our businesses. I cannot tell you how many businesses here in the United States closed because they could not sustain being open due to a virus that no one knew anything about. So I hope that that has taught all of us a lesson to prepare a little better, to make sure that in case anything like this happens again, and I hope that it doesn't, that we will be financially in a place better than we were before the virus hit. I run a women's organization, the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection, which I talk about often. And one of the things that hurt me to my heart was when I found out that a lot of my colleagues had to close their businesses because they had either brick and mortar business or they did not know how to pivot in order to keep funds coming into their business where they could stay open. They didn't have a plan. Like most of us, they did not have a plan. So we want to make sure that we give good information, that we provide information, and that we are able to give resources to entrepreneurs, especially small businesses, where this will never happen again. So now moving a little long, like I said, I've been in this entrepreneurship world for a very long time, starting off as a hobby, starting off as part time. And then I just got to the realization that either I make a move or I am going to end up staying where I am. And I didn't want to be in a position where I'm working 70 and 80 years old, where I should be at a point in my life where I'm enjoying my life, where I'm traveling, I'm doing things that I normally wouldn't do, and before I get too old that I can't do. So I decided to make a decision. You know, I had a very, very good government job that I decided to give up. I was working part-time. I was working only on the weekends, and I was making a full person salary. So I had my whole week to myself, but I had to work on the weekends. So for nine and a half years, I gave up my weekends. The time that I had to spend with family, the time that I had to do any events, because I was still I still had a business, a side business. I still was trying to get my business going. So there was a lot of things. That especially conferences and different things like that, that were on the weekend that I wanted to go to that half the time I couldn't because I was working on the weekends. So I had to make a decision. So one day I decided that I was going to take a leap of faith, that I was going to go into full time entrepreneurship. Now, of course, I didn't do this alone. I am married. So I do have a spouse that has a full-time job, has a great job. So I knew making this decision was going to take us from going to two, from two salaries down to one salary. And I didn't discuss that with him because a lot of times when we make decisions for our life, for ourselves we get into that complacency of, oh, I got to talk to people about it. I got to tell this one about it. I got to tell that one about it. That is your first mistake. Do not give anyone the opportunity to get into your head and talk you out of your dreams. No one is going to understand your vision or your dream better than you. God did not give the gift or the vision to them. He gave it to you. So to share that, it gives people the the idea of, well, maybe you can't do that. Well, why should you leave your job? What are you going to do for money? What are you going to do for this? What are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? Noise. I call that noise, outside noise. We have enough noise in our own head, let alone to have other people and outside influences coming and trying to talk us out of our dream. So yes, some of you might've said, oh my God, I can't believe you didn't tell your husband. No, I didn't tell my husband. I told no one. I told my husband the day before I left my job that I was leaving my job. And he said to me, congratulations. I know you wanted to leave, but I also know you and I know you have a plan. Now, I didn't have a plan. Yes, I do not advise anyone to do this, but I didn't have a plan. I just knew I had a dream. I had a vision. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew how to go about it. And I knew the only way that it would be successful was I had to leave my corporate job. So that's what I did. I walked in on a Sunday. I sat down at the computer. I typed up my resignation letter and I clicked send. And I was like, you know what? I can't take it back. It is now gone. And it is in that moment that I did that, I felt relieved. I felt as if almost the chains fell off of me. I felt like I could breathe. I felt like that foot that was on my chest where I couldn't breathe. I felt like that was gone. I finally felt like my life opened up And I was starting to see the potential of what I could do as a business person, as a entrepreneur. Now, mind you, I was scared as crap because I was like, okay, now not only did I leave my good paying government job, but now I'm gonna have to prove to my husband that this concept of me being a full-time entrepreneur is going to work. Because remember, we only have one salary coming in now. We have a house, mortgage payments. We got other payments. I have student loans. So there was a lot of things going on. So now I had to figure out how I was going to go about being an entrepreneur full time. I've heard the stories. I've seen many people's posts. I seen people fail. I seen people succeed, but you know what? I decided to make this decision on my own. So we're about to go to break right now. When we come back, I want to talk a little more about this world of entrepreneurship. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: Philadelphia Women's Network Connection is a premier women's networking group. We help professional businesswomen and solo women entrepreneurs who lack exposure in the marketplace learn how to find untapped resources to grow their business and find connections with professionals that get proven results. If you're ready to become a full-time entrepreneur, we're ready to support you with a variety of resources. Visit phillywnc.org to get started. That's phillywnc.org. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Unapologetically Me with host Felicia Schenken. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please send an email to unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. That's unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. And now back to Unapologetically Me.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I am Felicia Shankin, your host, and this is Unapologetically Me. So today there's no guest. It's just me. And I'm having a candid conversation with all those Entrepreneurs out there, or want to be entrepreneurs, or thinking about entrepreneurships. So, the title of this segment this month is Entrepreneurship is Hard as Shit. And yes, it is. So before we went to break, I was talking a little bit about my experience going through this entrepreneur world, what I did, quitting my job. And I was in I don't know if I told you guys, but I was in the medical field. I was in the medical field. I went to school for radiology. I was in the medical field for over 20 something years. I went back for nursing and um, I just decided that uh, that was something that I did not want to do. Now, I loved what I did. I worked for the Department of Veteran Affairs in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I worked with the veterans who I loved working with. I love working with patients. So don't get me wrong, I loved what I did. I loved uh, conversating and just hearing stories and knowing that I was making a difference in people's lives, especially in the nursing aspect. You know, not everyone is meant to work in the medical field, and not everyone is meant to be a nurse. No one can teach you how to be compassionate in your life. You just have to have that. And that is not something that you can fake. I remember when I was in nursing school, um, you know, I'm a a baby boomer, so uh, I just got out of my 50s. But um, I remember when I was going to nursing school, there were students, uh, Gen Z Gen X millennials, who would literally have breakdowns because they were not getting A's in their courses, okay? So, the concept to me was, who cares if you get a B or C? You still pass the course. Some people are better at being book smart than they are with experience. And I would say to them, especially because I could relate being in the medical field already, I would say to them, when you walk into a patient's room, they don't care if you're an A student, a B student, or a C student. The only thing that they care about is that you know how to take care of them, that you are going to give them the best care. That's all they care about. So, you know, I would say, don't believe the hype. C's get degrees. And you have some people, I wasn't a book smart person. It was hard for me, especially being older, going to school. um, You know, some of these tests, the way that they're set up, um, I think I have a little bit of dyslexia. So that hurt me a little bit as far as trying to study for some of my exams. But I passed. I graduated. I got my degree. It didn't make me less of a person that was an A student or anything like that. So- you know, when you're going through this journey called life, don't get so caught up on the things that you feel that are important. Trust me, later in life, I can guarantee you what you're doing now, five years from now, it's not going to matter. You're not going to care. Are you going to look back 10 years from now if you're a nurse and say, oh, I didn't get an A in one of my classes and I was a complete mess? No. You don't care. And you know why you don't care? Because it doesn't matter. So always keep that in mind. But getting back to experiences and entrepreneurship, it's not an easy journey. I know sometimes you might have some people that get up there and they say, oh, you know, join this company, join that company. You can make a million dollars, you know, in two years. You can do this, you can do that. But what they don't tell you is, the time that is required, the dedication that is required that you have to put into being a successful entrepreneur. Success doesn't show up and drop in your lap and say, hey, I'm success, here I am, you're gonna be successful. No, it doesn't happen that way. I am now reaping the benefits in my business of seeds that I planted four years ago. I'm just now starting to reap the benefits. So it's a process. It's not something that happens overnight. If anyone tells you, oh, you can make a million dollars or you can make $50,000 in a couple of months, I would run because it's not true. Okay, granted, I won't say that because you do have some exceptional people out there that are doing it. But how many people are that? Maybe two, 3%? And God bless them. They have a gift, obviously, that we don't have. But again, trust me, they have to pay their dues. Do you think the Mark Zuckerbergs and the Warren Beattys and, and all these other uh, entrepreneurs and, and people that are uh, you know on that grand scale, you think that they don't face challenges? You don't think that they uh, don't have to work to stay where they are or to even get to where they were? I remember when Zuckerberg, his story, when he was telling friends about this idea about social media, Facebook, no one believed him. Nobody wanted to work with him, but he figured it out. And now look where he is. So again, entrepreneurship is not for the faint at heart, is not for a person who wants to get rich right away. You're going to have to pay the dues. You're gonna have to put the time in. You're going to have to put the motivation in and you have to be consistent. That is one of the biggest things that people fail in their business about. You know, I do coaching sometimes uh, in my organization to different women. And the first thing I say to them is when you're starting a business or you want to be an entrepreneur, what is your why? What is the reason why you're doing this? Is it to take care of possibly your parents later? Is it for a better lifestyle for you and your family? You know, do you want to travel more? What is your why? Being an entrepreneur has to be more than, oh, I just want to make a lot of money. It doesn't happen that way. Being an entrepreneur is being able to give back, to serve. That's why you become an entrepreneur. Because you have something that you can offer that people want. You just don't wake up one day and say, oh, you know, well, people want bubblegum. So I'm going to open up a bubblegum shop. Do you know how many bubblegum shops there are in the world? So what makes yours different than theirs? How are you going to even approach getting out there and letting people know about your bubblegum? You could probably have the best bubblegum in the world but how are you going to approach it? How are you going to get that out? How are you going to make a livelihood out of selling bubblegum? So these are some of the questions that I ask when I'm coaching. My first is what is your why? Why are you doing this? How passionate are you about this? Are you ready to almost give up everything for your dream to come true? What are you prepared to do? I remember when I left my corporate job, You know, I had to have money coming in. There were still bills. I still had to do things that probably I didn't want to do, such as I was driving Lyft for a little while. I'm not proud about that, but I had to do it. I had to tap into my retirement money because I had to make sure the bills were still being paid. Listen, the bills don't stop coming each month just because you decide you want to be an entrepreneur. They still want their money and you have to make sure that they get their money. And the last thing that I wanted to do was put that burden on my husband who was already taking care of the household. So there are gonna be some things that are not glamorous that you may have to do. And it's okay. It's okay. You know why? Because one day you're gonna be up on the stage telling your story to someone out there in the audience who was in or is in the same predicament That you were when you started, how you're going to motivate them about not to give up your dream, to believe in what it is that you want in life. But again, you have to be committed. You have to be serious. It can't be a hobby. You know, hobbies come and go. You can't be, oh, well, I'm going to talk about my business today and then I'm not going to talk about my business for another couple of weeks. And then I'm going to go on social media and I'm going to post today and then I'll post next week. No, you have to be consistent. You have to post every day. Whether it's on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, you pick whatever your social media is and you run the hell out of it. You let people know who you are, who your brand is. I remember when I started the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection. For the first year, all the events were free. And I was doing an event every month. My husband and I, we would go. We would go to different venues in Center City, Philadelphia. We would pay out of our pockets because we would have beverages. We would have snacks. We would have speakers. And that would all come out of our pocket. For a whole year, we made no money. Because why? we were building a brand. People didn't know who the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection was. Do you know how many networking organizations are in the city of Philadelphia alone, let alone women organizations? A lot, a lot. And now here comes another one that nobody knew about. But again, I was building a brand. I was networking. Going every chance I got, I was going to every networking event that I could find out. I was introducing my organization. I was just doing everything I could to let people know who we were and what I wanted to do. Now, mind you, my idea came to me in a Panera Bread. Okay. For those of you who don't know what a Panera Bread, um, we have a bunch of those in the States, but they're like a coffee shop. That you can go and you know, grab food and everything. So I was there one day, and this idea came to me. I always say it's a vision that I wanted to do something in the city of Philadelphia. That was different from what I was seeing. Now, I was going to networking events. I was going to uh, you know, workshops and different things like that, but I didn't feel fulfilled when I left. I felt like something was missing. You know, you go, the music's too loud, you might have drinks, you get business cards, you don't follow up. I didn't want that. I wanted something fun. I wanted something where women could come together, we can create a sisterhood, we could uh, have beverages, we can have food, but also they would leave with content from a woman in her business who knew about the content that was given to the audience and they could apply that into their business right away. And not only that, we ended up creating a great community of women who really liked each other. Now, women, I'm going to be honest, okay? You know, we as women, sometimes we can be catty, we can be clicky, but I didn't want that. We can be competitive. I didn't want that in my group and I still don't have that in my group. So that we all come together as sisterhood. And we enjoyed each other's company. So that's how PWNC got started. And I didn't, I had no idea that I wanted this to grow into where we are now. And I'll share that with you later. But I just wanted fun. I wanted where we could have fashion shows, uh, where we can have a beauty day, health day, different things like that. But again, network and get great content that we could leave with and apply to our business. So that was my whole makeup of why I wanted PWC to happen. But you know, some, there's a saying that says, you know, we're busy making plans and God laughs. Because what I wanted and how my organization turned out was completely different. And I'm, I'm glad to say that, you know, the hard work that I have been putting in is finally coming to fruition. So those seeds that I have been planting. I am finally starting to see happen. So again, getting back to entrepreneurship, you have to sit down and have a serious talk with yourself to see how committed you are. I mean, some days I work more than 12 hours. You know, you're going to work more than you do for someone else because it's your business. There's a saying, it's as bad as it sounds, there's a saying, you eat what you kill. And that's how it is in entrepreneurship. If you don't work, your business, how are you going to get paid? Not only how are you going to get paid, but how are you going to get referrals? How are you going to get people trusting in what you have and your product and your content, everything like that? How is that going to happen? You know, you can't do this business by yourself. No one that is successful has ever, ever built their business by themselves. You could ask them. If they said that they did, God bless them. But again, that's in a very low percentage, maybe two, 3%. You have to have help. You have to have great mentors and more than one mentor because everyone that you come across in your path, on your journey, has something to offer you. So we're about to go to break again. And when we come back, we'll talk a little more about this road of entrepreneurship. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: Philadelphia Women's Network Connection is a premier women's networking group. We help professional businesswomen and solo women entrepreneurs who lack exposure in the marketplace learn how to find untapped resources to grow their business and find connections with professionals that get proven results. If you're ready to become a full-time entrepreneur, we're ready to support you with a variety of resources. Visit phillywnc.org to get started. That's phillywnc.org. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at voiceamericatrn or twitter.com forward slash voiceamericatrn. You're listening to Unapologetically Me with host Felicia Schenken. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please send an email to unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. That's unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. And now back to Unapologetically Me. Hello, and welcome back to Unapologetically Me. I am your host, Felicia
1: Shankin. So today I am by myself. I hope you've been following along with the segment uh, that we've been talking about today about entrepreneurship, the goods and the bads. So I've been sharing with you a lot about my story about entrepreneurship, what I have seen based off of my experience And by no means at all do I want to discourage you about being an entrepreneur, not at all. Because even though it has the bad side of things, and when I say bad, I mean, okay, you know, there's been some horror stories. uh, There've been some stories of people trying to do this entrepreneurship world and it hasn't worked out and it's okay. It's okay to fail. I always say, you can always change the plan but never change the goal. Because you know what? What brings me back? Every time I have a bad day, every time I have a day that I'm not bringing any income in, every time I have an incident that might happen with an event, with something else, you know what brings me back? One, I don't want to work, go back to work and work for someone else. (laughs) And two, my why. Why am I doing this? The reason why I'm doing this is because first of all, I want to help women in their business. I want to help them grow their business. I wanna help them with the livelihood that they want to plan for themselves, to help their family, to feed their family, to make a legacy for their family. I truly love what I do. And that comes from, I guess, being in the medical world where, you know, again, My purpose there was to serve, to serve my patients, to help them. So for me to transition over to full-time entrepreneurship, it was very easy. It wasn't hard at all because the compassion was already there. The caring was already there. The dedication was already there. The consistency was already there. And these are all the things that you need in order to have a successful business. Now, PWNC has been around for not even quite five years yet. And I can't begin to tell you because of the collaborations and the relationships that we have formed that I am happy to say we have been doing pretty good for ourselves. And that doesn't always happen. And the reason why I say that is because It's easy for me to say to you, be consistent. Talk about your business. Let people know you're a business person. It's easy for me to say that to you because these are things that I have been doing ever since I can remember, ever since I decided that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, whether it was part time, as a hobby, full time now, or whatever. It's easy for me to say that to you. I understand that. But again, When you talk to someone who is an entrepreneur, who is passionate about what they do, who truly love what they do, and know and will do anything it takes to make sure that their dream come true and that they are successful, then it is that aha moment that you realize, okay, well maybe entrepreneurship is not for me. And entrepreneurship is not for everyone just like working a job is not for everyone. You know, you have to pick your path. You can work for the next 40 years for someone else, or you could work for the next 40 years for yourself. Either way, the journey is going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. The only good thing about having a job is when you're finished over to eight hours or 12 hours, that's it. You don't have to worry about anything else until the next day. And you know you're going to get a check at the end of the week or every two weeks. Whereas entrepreneurship, Again, if you don't work, you don't talk about your business, you don't try to build those clients and those customers, you don't get paid. Now, I don't, again, I don't want to give you the perception of, you know, just being in this thing for money. Money will come. I remember there was a time when I was going to networking events and people would say to me, you know, congratulations on the success of your business. And I would say, I don't feel I'm successful. And they would say, why? And I would say, well, you know, the finances are not there. And they would be like, okay, well, but you are successful. Look where you have built your business over the four years. So monetary is not always related to being successful. I mean, granted, we have formed collaborations and partnerships with Google, with uh, ADP, with Oracle NetSuite, with AARP, Um, you know, some of these companies uh, recently, Norbo, the National Association of Women Business Owners. Yes, we have collaborated and formed partnerships with these companies. You know, we were the first nonprofit organization in Philadelphia to partner with Grow with Google, On their $100 million scholarship program. So, yes, I'm happy about these accolades, if that's what you want to call them. You know, the write ups in the magazines and, you know, being named one of the 50 uh, global, you know, top women to watch and different things like that. Yes, not looking at those things, in my mind, I'm thinking oh, well, the finances are not there. So if the finances are not there, then I don't consider myself successful. So I remember someone told me in one of my events, she stood up and she said, Felicia, don't you ever say again that you are not successful. She said, you are successful. And you know what? I had to think about that. Mindset. Mindset is everything You know, you have to believe in yourself before anyone else believes in you. At the end of the day, guess what? You only have you. So you have to believe in yourself. When no one else does, again, you only have you. At the end of the day, no one else is going to build your business for you but you. No one is going to care about your business as much as you You're gonna have people that are gonna come and help you on your journey. There's gonna be people there by your side to make sure that you do what you're supposed to do, but no one can do it for you. And I always talk about my haters. People think I'm crazy Um, when I'm doing interviews, when I'm uh, out and talking and different things like that. I always acknowledge my haters. And people say, well, why do you acknowledge your haters? I tell you why. My haters keep me accountable to do what I say I'm going to do. My family gives me a pass. My friends give me a pass. My haters are looking every day to make sure that I am on social media, make sure I'm doing exactly what it is that I say I'm doing. So I always shout my haters out and I thank them. It is because of them that I have built this business to where we are now. So what other projects and speaking engagements am I working on that I can share with you guys? Well, this Saturday coming up, there is a conference going on um, ran by a wonderful woman, Maria Maget. She's an entrepreneur here. She has a woman's group called Diva Girls. It is a great group. Uh, she's been around for a while and she does these different conferences. And the one she's doing this Saturday is She Means Biz Conference. There's going to be several speakers there. I am honored to be one of them. And sh- we're going to be talking about how to build a business how to build your business. But not only that, there's going to be different things. There's going to be vendors there, um, you know, great information for your business here in the Philadelphia region. So that's one of the things that um, I am doing as far as speaking engagements. As far as what I'm presently working on, we just had a huge breast cancer networking event this month that was very successful. And I am very excited and proud of uh, my uh, board in the PWNC Foundation that worked hard to make sure that we pulled this event off. And it was uh, a great event. We ended up in one of the local newspapers for the event. So I'm very excited about that. So again, um, as I was saying, that you know, you have to put the dues in. You have to put your dues in. You have to pay your dues. You just have to. There's no way of getting around it. Um, you know, I was talking about before we went to break having mentors and having more than one mentor. It's important. A lot of times, mentors will see in you what you don't see in yourself. Um, I think one of the best mentors I have ever had was this woman, a little Asian woman, uh, you know, Elizabeth Yang. I always let people know who she is. She taught me for a whole year on just mindset. She would not let me go until I could repeat back to her for that whole year about mindset. I had to read books. Um, She would send me uh, motivational quotes. I had projects. I had homework. And it was so funny because there was a time when she would call me that I didn't even want to pick up my phone because I was like, oh, no, what assignment is she going to give me now? What is she going to ask me now? What book am I going to have to read now? But guess what? It was because of her, okay, some of her training of my mindset that put me into the mindset of being consistent, and i am i'm consistent every day i'm i'm doing social media i'm talking about my business i'm giving out business cards i'm doing follow up calls i'm doing something in my business to push my business forward i'm making collaborations i'm doing something so saying to you moving forward i just want you to be realistic and have your eyes open about this world of entrepreneurship. I don't want you to go in thinking, oh, it's a glamorous world. Yeah, it's glamorous after you start having some significant income coming in. Yeah, it's glamorous, but guess what? You have to still keep working. You can't stop. You know, so what? You make a million dollars. All right, keep working to make the next million dollars. Keep working to make the next million dollars. You don't get the first million dollars, and then you stop and you live off of that. Because let me tell you, A million dollars is not a lot of money. It sounds like it, but it's not. By the time the government finishes taking what they're going to take and whatever, you don't have a million dollars, trust me. So you have to keep working. So now, if someone was thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, there's three tips that I would like to give you. Okay? The first tip is know your why. Know why you're doing it. What is your purpose? Is this truly your calling? Is this just a hobby? Or is this something that you really want to do? If you have a full-time job, try it out. Do it part-time. Do your hobby or your business part-time until you get to a level where you're making the same amount of money that you're making on your job. And then decide. If you want to leave your job, keep your job, keep your business, whatever. That's your decision. That's the first. The second is, what makes you different from everyone else that's out there doing the same thing that you're doing? What makes you different? You decide you wanna do uh, you know, hair, you wanna be a stylist. What makes you different from the other million stylists out there? How are you going to approach your business, putting it out there so people know who you are, building your brand? And then the third is, do you give up on yourself easily? At the first sight of trouble, are you still going to be there at the end of the day? Are you built for people to tell you no? Are you built to have no support from your family and friends? Are you built when people talk about you, about your idea and why you want to do this? You know, there's a saying, what people say about you is none of your business what people think about you is none of your business. Stay in your lane, focus on what you're doing, and I guarantee you, you'll be successful. But you gotta pay the dues. Nobody gets a free pass. You have to pay those dues, honey. And let me tell you, sometimes they are not easy. You're gonna have to crawl over some glass. You're gonna have to crawl over some bricks. You're going to get hit by some cars. You're going to fall over some cliffs. But if you're persistent, consistent, dedicated, and committed, and have that mindset that you're not going to let anything get between you and your vision, I guarantee you're going to make it. Not only are you going to make it, but you're also going to start teaching other people how to make it. And that's the beauty of it. That's why we're here. We're not here for ourselves in this world. We are here for others. We are here to serve. We are here to show them that anything is possible if you have the mindset to do it. All you have to do is believe in yourself. That's all you need is yourself. There's a saying, because I'm a spiritual person, one yes from God. Is all you need. You don't need a whole circle of people cheering you on. All you need are those that are in your corner that have proven to you that they got your back and that they're going to help you on your journey. That's all you need. You only need a few. Like they said, they, you know, at the top it's lonely. It is lonely. Let me tell you, it's very lonely sometimes. But again, your why has to be bigger than anything else. The reason why you're doing it has to be bigger than anything else. So thank you for joining me today. If you would like to sponsor a show or know about sponsorship opportunities, sponsorship ads for your business, and so on, please reach out to us at unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. If you would like to ask questions to be included in our next show next month, please send them to unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. That's unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. Have a wonderful rest of your October. I will talk to you next month. Take care and stay well.
0: Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Unapologetically Me with Felicia Schenken. New shows come out every month, so keep checking back for our new content on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll talk again very soon.